Good morning. As we go to air, the energy operator's control over the East Coast electricity market is gradually being lifted after a week of warnings and volatility. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwati is in Canberra with the details. Good morning, Jen. Is the worst behind us? Good morning, Jody. Well, it certainly appears that way. As of an hour ago, the uh, suspension of the Australian East Coast energy market has been lifted. Power companies will now be able to operate ve- with very few constraints. The first step to reopening is setting the market price again. Then if all goes well, tomorrow AEMO will completely lift the suspension. It follows that unprecedented move by the operator last week to take control of the entire electricity market over fears of black. Blackouts. The federal government says that despite these significant challenges in the grid over the last couple of weeks, they have been able to avoid blackouts and load shedding, and they're now confident that there is enough supply in the grid to keep the lights on going forward, but the market is still volatile. Any unscheduled outages um, and things can change at any minute. There will also be an investigation into the series of events that led to the suspension in the first place, and Australians are being warned to brace for Uh, more shock on their bill as all these factors and, of course, the uh, continuing international instability means that consumers will have to bear the cost. So, Jodie, it appears the worst of the crisis is over, but the challenges remain. Okay, Jen, thank you. In an effort to combat the strain on our hospital system, the Albanese government is pushing to increase the uptake of COVID treatments. Under a new proposal, those who test positive would be urged to ask their doctors about taking antiviral pills, which are already listed on the PBS. A new vaccination campaign has also been launched, encouraging more Australians to get their COVID booster and their flu jab. A humanitarian disaster is unfolding in Afghanistan where the death toll from a powerful earthquake has risen to more than 1,000. More than 1,500 people were injured when the 6.1 magnitude tremor hit the epicentre in the country's southeast. It's the deadliest earthquake to hit Afghanistan in 20 years. The Taliban has appealed for international help to assist with the rescue effort. Nurses and midwives in New South Wales have declared they're walking off the job a day after teaching unions announced their own strike. Members of the Nurses and Midwives Association will stop work for up to 24 hours next Tuesday, affecting as many as 80 hospitals. The union argues the state government hasn't addressed staffing ratios in its latest budget. Two people have been killed and two others badly hurt in a horror crash south of Brisbane. The driver died along with a passenger who was just 15 years old when their sedan hit a tree and flipped at Stockley. Another male passenger was critically injured and spent the night in hospital and a 20-year-old woman is in a serious but stable condition. All four are believed to be related. Australian swimming has been rocked by bombshell allegations levelled at one of its most successful coaches. 76-year-old Dick Kane, who coached a number of Olympic and world champions, was arrested by police in New South Wales yesterday, accused of sexually abusing two of his former pupils in the 1970s. He was granted bail after telling a magistrate he's terminally ill with roughly six months to live. 
It's been revealed Lisa Wilkinson has requested the services of one of the country's top lawyers after her Logie speech prompted the Brittany Higgins rape trial to be delayed. Just hours after he appeared on Sunrise yesterday, the president of the Australian Bar Association, Matthew Collins, was contacted by the 10 Network and Wilkinson. It's not just um, the risk of prejudicing a jury, but there can also be risks to the reputations of individuals. Clearly this was ill-advised. It's understood Wilkinson could face contempt of court charges over the speech. Collingwood has confirmed star forward Jordan Dugowie will take personal leave after his scandal-plagued trip to Bali. The 26-year-old hasn't been seen at the club since he returned from Indonesia on Sunday and was given a suspended fine over the incident. He will miss this weekend's clash with GWS. In sport, New South Wales Blues prop junior Paulo has sent a stern warning to the Maroons ahead of Game 2 this Sunday. The Blues are under no illusion as to what's required to square the series in Perth. Paulo says there is no more Mr Nice Guy. We were a bit too nice to start off with and um, you can't afford to. Um, in Origin you only get one start. Liam Martin has echoed that chorus. Labelled with claims of grubby tactics, the Panthers' forward has warned Queensland to expect more of the same this weekend. Brisbane captain Dane Zorko is out of tonight's AFL blockbuster against Melbourne at the MCG. The veteran is still nursing a hamstring strain, ruling him out of the the top-of-the-table clash. Darcy Gardner is also sidelined. He was hospitalised with fluid on his lungs following their win over the Saints. Meanwhile, the Demons have made three changes heading into tonight's match. The Dees are looking to end a three-game losing streak. You can catch all the action live on 7. Checking Thursday's weather now, sunny in Brisbane today, heading for a top of 23 degrees, mostly sunny and 19 in Sydney, partly cloudy, 13 the top in Canberra, partly cloudy and becoming windy, 17 in Melbourne, showers developing 16 in Hobart, mostly sunny, 18 degrees in Adelaide, 19 and showers in Perth today, and sunny and 32 degrees in Darwin.